Hello and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a hushed podcast where we tell stories of fright and ghostly apparitions. I'm going to consult the Magic 8-Ball now to <laughs> tell you about my co-host's fate in this podcast. Wait, wait, you have to ask a question. You didn't ask a question, No, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to tell me your fate. That's how good. So it shall be. Slash yes. This isn't a very good eight ball. My, my fate is yes? <laughs> it's on the corner. Look at it. It doesn't give me anything. <laughs> how did you get a busted eight ball? I don't know. You know what the problem is? You don't have enough voodoo magic. All right, all right. You ask it a question. You ask it a question. What is my fate? What the fuck is wrong with your magic eight ball? <laughs> Hey, did you know that your magic eight ball was like janky as all get out when you started this bit? Or no, I did not know. I was I was practicing this while you were in the bathroom, like, and I was having a good grand old time. You were practicing re- this, and th- and it didn't it didn't do this. I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor. This a- is my fate, Blake. It's a, a- it's a, a laughing joke to I'm you. I'm doing but like- the bit. I'm doing the opening bit now. This is a spiritual successor. The <laughs> A video game, a, a comedy video game design podcast where AJ and myself take your submissions from Reddit, Twitter, and email and turn them into full-fledged video games. How's it going? I'm AJ. I am Blake, as per stated. Blake, <laughs> do you want to do a pitch first or do you have any fun news that's happened in your life lately? Uh, fun news? Uh, that's a very specific question. I graduated college. Congratulations! Well, thank you. Hell it was, yeah! It was, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. Now I... Now I get to go out into the working world of entertainment. God, I hope that goes well for you. <laughs> it's been going well for you. You know, you graduated like a year ago. Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> it's right. going super good, okay. champ. Okay, do you want to pitch me a game or do you want me to pitch you a game? I got, I'm going to pitch you a video game to start off with today. Okay, all right. Tell me about it. I've got a submission. By the way, this week you guys came in absolutely buck wild and gave us so many submissions. Thank oh, you all so much. Oh, there's that one especially we'll have to think of the patch notes. Like there was one person that sent us like five in one post. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we had a, we yeah, had a lot cool of doubles on this one. In fact, here's a doubles. Uh, this one comes from Sausage Mahoney at iBoboard. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and do the second submission that he sent mm-hmm. to us. A Jackass Party Pack, a party game comprised of Jackass Stunt Mini Games. <laughs> it's just, we call it <laughs> Now hear me out. Do you have to connect your phone or do you have like, or is it controller? I think oh that's, my god, I, I the think phone idea is very good. Okay, okay. As cool as it would be and as convenient as it would be with phones, I think something you and I have not discussed on this channel or on this podcast that I think we should uh, introduce with this game is specialized controllers for the games. So, <laughs> so you're talking, I'm talking like, well, D- uh, like, okay, DK, okay. Continue, like, continue. like DK bongos. Yeah. The DK bongos or the stupid card that you had yep. to swipe or yep, the yep. microphone for the Pikachu. Yeah. Yep, hey, yep, yep. quick question. What is the special controller for a jackass game? Is it a butt that you shove things it's into or is it a ding dong that you slap really hard? It's a butt you shove things into. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> now is this a party game for the, it's a party, <laughs> game. It's a party game for the switch, I think. that you make for switch stuff you have you have to make a cardboard butt the uh the lobo or lobo nintendo lobo you have to put the remote and if you're doing it wrong it vibrates on you 
I'm sorry, Blake, you need to understand what you've just invented. You've invented a Nintendo IP that is a butt that shakes. Hey, Blake, what the fuck did you just invent? Money. It sounds like a sex toy with Johnny Knoxville on the cover of it. And on the cover, it says, it's Johnny Knoxville. And he's like, is that my butt? All right. So not to get too blue, but what kind of things can you shove in the butt? Well, you know, weirdly enough, I grew up in a... um. Uh, a suburban home in uh, West Hills, Los Angeles. So I watched my fair share of Jackass growing up as a, as a wee lad. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I remember uh, Steve-O shoving a goldfish up his rectum. Mm-hmm. Um, also uh, chugging a whole beer with his rectum. Um, and I remember uh, <laughs> uh, Bam Margera flying a kite with a with anal beads on... Uh, uh, <laughs> Wow, this episode's really giving the explicit tag. <laughs> wow, jack- right, right out of the gate, man. Those jackass butt guys stuff. just got nasty on their butts. <laughs> the only thing I remember from Jackass was a video where they decided it'd be a cool idea to drop a bowling ball from a three-story building oh, onto yeah. someone's nuts. Uh, that's I remember that he had like a giant purple bruise <laughs> on his crotch, on his like inner thigh for like months. Why would they're so here's dumb. the thing. So I'm thinking that maybe, maybe there's like an amiibo functionality to this, and you can shove an amiibo up the labo butt. <laughs> and um, oh, I don't like this. I, think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this. Is a fun idea that got and, out of hand. And if you put like a falco or a fox or a wolf up there, Johnny Knoxville and Bam Margera both come on screen, and they're like. I'm a furry now. And they say it in <laughs> harmony. Okay, wait, wait. I got a better one for you. Different amiibos have different voice lines. <laughs> they trigger different voice lines. Okay. So, like, you put, you put like, a Rob the Robot in there, and you just have, like, steve going, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> now, why is that explicitly with the robot? I don't know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I think it would make more sense if it was. Li- I don't know. I don't. Wouldn't, I don't want the shaking rectum to quote like Rob the Robot. I want I'm just to saying, quote why jackass. <laughs> now, how much does this actually look like a butt? Because it is being built with the it's Nintendo just, lava. It's just two squares <laughs> with a square hole in the center. <laughs> Stupid. It looks nothing like a butt. I hate this so much. <laughs> I gotta, I Give gotta, me a different game idea. <laughs> Help me. I'm just thinking about my about square thinking about, butt. Thinking about square butts. <laughs> oh God, help me, Blake! Blake, get me out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, woo. Okay. I'm gonna save my favorite for a few minutes. All right. Okay. This this one's also very good. This is by W E Y Way Way at Way Herman on Twitter. A VR heist game that takes place in the world of Inception. One thing I think I don't really like about VR is, like, movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very difficult. So I think VR games where you have to stay in the same room are a little bit superior. So I'm thinking you can do a thing where it's like it's like an escape room sort of thing set in the, uh, in the Inception universe. So, like, you can turn your head and then you turn it back and then the room changes. And depending on, like, where you look... And, like, maybe you have to do, like, a thing where, like, you have to turn around three times before you can get that one tool that you need to solve a problem in, like, a room three three turns ago. I think you can do a really, really cool sort of, like, mind fuckery sort of game. Now, are we going to go ahead and bring on the cast of it and we're going to bring <laughs> back Leonardo DiCaprio for this game? 
No, I like the idea of it's like it's like an early '90s video game where it's like they just cast somebody that looks like him. Well, they cast someone that sounds like him. Sound, no, then they got like a little pictures of them where they're like that they're all pixelated and shit. <laughs> like I don't know if you've played it, but I, I just recently got done playing the Mummy Demastered, okay. and they couldn't cast um, Russell Crowe, so they just drew him, but it was slightly off. Okay, <laughs> so we have a slightly off VR Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> It's Leonardo DiCaprio, but he's got a really big nose. It's Leonardo DiCap DiCaprio, DiCaprio, DiCap DiCap Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you want me to let you struggle to find a funny joke, or do you want me to say Leonardo DiGonzo because he has a big nose? See, that's um, if you want to be funny, that's not the joke you say because that wasn't funny. Okay, well, well <laughs> that's so we got Leonardo DiCaprio and. What's the point of the game? Because obviously it's it, it's a VR heist. So what are we stealing? And in the movie, if I remember correctly, it's like a memory. That yeah, trying to steal. You're you're in there trying to trying to steal. <laughs> I got one for you. I got one for you. So the main character of the game screwed up really bad, and they need to go into the person's mind that they screwed up with and steal that memory away from them so they don't remember them fucking up that bad. And it's not even a big thing. Like you were at a party <laughs> last night and you made an ass of yourself, and now you're incepting into his brain someone's brain so that you can remove when you accidentally hit on them last night i don't want i don't want this cool person to remember me you know uh, twerking in front of them making making dummy thick ass clap cheeks in front of them so now you have to go in and you have to go and you got to find out how many layers deep the memory is oh, of your shit. ass clap <laughs> i hate this sentence the things that you make me say blake i'm getting gross this episode i feel gross you're like Nasty today. You I just, I just, I just got back. Thought I just got back from Anime Expo, which is the thirstiest of cons, in my opinion. But you haven't been to like a porno convention yet. No, I haven't, and I never will because I've heard horror stories. <laughs> Those are probably hor- hey story story time for our fans. Oh no, are you gonna tell the yeah the licking story? Yeah, I'm gonna tell this story because it disgusts me and it haunts uh, me, and I'm gonna leave everybody with no, it. No, hey, no, Magic Eight no. Ball. Bringing you back for a joke. Should I tell the story? Don't care what your answer is. Plus, because you don't work. So my uncle uh, was roommates. Or it's not roommates, but was next door neighbors with a porn actress for a long time. And she got invited to, she got invited to a porn convention. He's and she got a plus one ticket, so she brought my uncle. There was a there was like this booth where they were given out where uh, these women were dancing and doing lap dances, and guys can come up and like touch them and lick them and stuff. Um, thing I noticed though, can we say like, which is fine, which is fine, you know, if no, like, it's th- not fine. Well, no, you can't lick people. Okay. I mean, like if, if it's consensual and everybody's into it, fine, whatever. I'm not going to tell people what they can and can't do if it's consensual. <laughs> I will. <Okay? laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> um, but the, the issue was, and this, they didn't clean themselves in between lap dances and licking. So you just had like 40 people's saliva on these women right, and well. you would just make tongue contact with that we are now two minutes and 45 seconds in and everybody has turned off the podcast thank you all for listening <laughs> no, we're, we're... this was spiritual successor no they listen to 12 minutes or so it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> i'm sick i'm nauseous and i'm in the room with you and this sucks well i have a pretty wholesome pitch i'll give you after this no one. you've lost okay, your right so, i'm pitching okay, now okay, oh wait we're not going to continue the are you done with the inception vr game you ruined it <laughs> I need you to inception into my mind and remove that mi- that last. That's the game. That's the game. I have to go in. I have to go into AJ's mind and steal back that memory. It's a, spi- it's a spiritual successor exclusive.
<laughs> I'm gonna take the times I've scarred AJ <laughs> with gross thoughts. God. Okay. I have a pitch idea. Okay. This comes from assigned Erica at takeoff. Oh, she. This uh, is great. At open sketchbook. Erica came in buck wild and gave us like five <laughs> submissions in one tweet, which Seriously. is crazy. But the one that I want to go into right now is the dating sim, but the people are randomly generated, and most of them are murderers. Okay, that would imply at least one of them is not a murderer. Yeah. So I love I love the idea of this, because this is like Doki Doki Literature Club, but completely the opposite. Like, the one, there's one good person, but there's like six murderers. Like, how many, how many dads are there in Dream Daddy? Like six, right? Sure. Okay, so five of those Dream Daddies are murderers, mm-hmm. and then... Ooh, you know what we call this? Murder. Life. No. Mur- <laughs> Instead of dream dream daddy, it's murder mommy. So you're dating murderous moms. Okay. Well, now I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind getting stabbed by a fictional woman. <laughs> That's bad. It's fictional. <laughs> it's all fakey fakes. <laughs> okay, so one of them is good, though. Ah, <laughs> oh, boo. So you're trying to figure out. Um, which one's the good one? Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of red herrings where like some of them do kind of weird. Like, I think that we're slipping away from one very important facet of this pitch, Blake. Okay. The people are randomly generated. Okay. So how about this? How about this? It's a dating roulette game. So that gives a platform for there to be – you meet new people consistently. Ooh, you know what would be great? What? It's like five nights at Freddy's. And trust me. Okay, so there's five days. You have to survive five days. But five days and in your speed rounding dates. Your speed run. You're doing speed run dates every night, and every to beat the night, you have to find out which speed date was not the murderer. So you have to like go through, and then you decide at the you know like the 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 and true end of the story is like you picked one of the five good ones and you lived happily ever after. So, but you need to do a, a like a you need to like listen. You need to do cross comparing and stuff like that to see who's a murderer and who's not a murderer. And there's like, and it's randomly generated each time. Yeah. You you go into a speed date. What does a speed date look like? What are some of the options? All right. So you're put at a table mm-hmm. and there's like a really bad candle and you've been given subpar food. Mm-hmm. And then somebody that looks like really mediocre sits in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like the situation that we have right now with our recording studio. Was somebody mediocre in front of you? Yeah. Hey, eight balls. <laughs> Was that mean? <laughs> it's kind of saying yes. And so it shall be. And no, and it says a lot of things. So then you continue on the date and you find out that the person in front of you takes out this magic eight ball while they're on the uh, speed date. And then you're like, oh, no, this guy's absolutely going to murder me in the back alley if I continue to talk to him. So I need to get out of this. That sounds like a fun, low-budget horror movie. <laughs> the the eight-ball murderer. Could you imagine, like, <laughs> this guy's walking around with a <laughs> knife in one hand and a magic eight ball in the other. And he's like, it's like bad Harvey Dent. Am I going to kill you? No. Results uncertain. <laughs> Ask again. Are later. you going? <laughs> Just some person in the alley. No, please. Are you going to kill me? <laughs> uh, it would appear my eight ball is broken. <laughs> meet, and- meet, meet me here tomorrow around five ish, please. Oh, wait. It said no doubt about it. There we go. <laughs> That's not great. All right, so let's move on from this. All right, I have one that I think is a, is a true nugget okay. because it's a really, really fun idea. This one comes from Koichi Hustle Those Buns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a at Skeleton Jock, right? Yes. This is uh, – I, I love this one. So it's um, 
a cryptid dating simulator. You just go out into the woods and go feral. Eat some bugs, kiss the Flatwood monster, live your truth. What is the Flatwoods monster? You don't know the Flatwoods monster? Oh, I know. I'm just quizzing you because I'm wicked smart and have an infinite knowledge of all things at all times. Okay, the Flatwoods monster is a uh, an alien of some sorts that basically haunted or troubled the flat Flatwood County in Virginia for like the early 1900s, I believe. Okay, what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Like, nobody knows. They just, like, there was a bunch of sightings and, like, that was it. Well, um, I feel like the word harassed is a little bit strong, don't you think? No, I, I mean, like, it was still a, it was still a monster. It was, like, it was a, it was a, it was a That's racist of you. <laughs> if he was simply existing and then you're like, oh, he was a monster, so he harassed me. Come on. Yeah, well, you know what? All cryptids are mean and lovable. I love, I love cryptids. And... Yeah, now you're sing- now you're singing a different tune. Yeah, I am singing a different tune because I don't want it- I don't want the internet to think I hate cryptids because cryptids are like some of my Man, favorite. Fuck things. the internet! I think you hate cryptids now. <laughs> you and I have beef. Well, good thing. Don't you- try to save face in front good, of them. Good thing I don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spoon Sasquatch so bad because he's so big and he's so furry and he's so goddamn warm. Because I'm picturing. Him to look like the missing link from the new Leica film. Oh like my just God. to be that fluffy He's and awesome so and good. I'm so ready for that in my life. All right, so what other monsters we got? We got Wendigo, Flatwood, um, Monster, Mothman. Mothman would be great. Mothman, he'll, of course. He'll like curdle you in his in his uh the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. But I want it to be the Jersey Devil from the TMNT movie. The little tiny goblin man. Um, you want to go into detail about that? Because I have no idea what you're saying. The, okay, so the TMNT movie. That was animated. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Had a Jersey Devil in it. And he was tiny and he was cute and he was absolutely feral, just as the suggestion <laughs> gives us. And maybe you could go into the woods and you can hang out and you can go absolutely nuts ape shit hanging out with him. I think it's important. I don't want to date this Jersey Devil mm-hmm. because he is not a sexy demon by any means. Oh, now you're just being, uh, now you're being, um, what's it called? Uh, you're body shaming. You're body shaming. Do you want to say this little goblin's sexy? Hey, you know what? If you can bitch on me about being, calling the Flatwoods monster a monster, I can call you an asset for body shaming this poor, <laughs> beautiful, disgusting eyed goblin. Okay. This little troglodyte. <laughs> <laughs> It's disgusting, but some people will find him lovable, I am sure. Someone's going to want to fuck that Jersey Devil. I want to talk about dates. I want to talk about about what you do on those dates. I want to talk about... Who, what you got to do? Because like, if you look at like Honey Pop, it's a memory game. Is it is a puzzle game? Is there like some puzzle element to this? Like there is a Catherine or because I'm I want I want I want this game. Okay, okay, okay. What if? Ah oh man, I don't want to step on the shoulders of the giants that we now stand on with this podcast. Mm-hmm. But the old podcast had this idea of like the Lodge, which was like its own kick-ass game that had like you had to hunt down cryptids. Yeah, and I don't want to ape too much of that. Okay. But the idea that you have to hunt down a cryptid so that you can date that cryptid. <laughs> it's so cruel. No, 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 no. It's not cruel. It's not like you're trying to <laughs> hunt you down. Putting no, Moth- no, no. Are you putting Mothman in a cage so you can do like, hey, my waifu is here. I'm not trying to tranquilize and get jiggy with a captured person. That's messed up and like, that's so illegal, Blake. Yikes. That sounds like what you're suggesting to I'm me. I'm suggesting that you stalk them and find out where they live and find out where they go to get their food and find out what their favorite things 
Yeah, I guess I'm talking about capturing them and to- making them love well, you. you. Yeah, you know, now that it, I think about this, it. This does bring up an interesting question of what it, the dating paradigm really is. Because what you described is like, yeah, when you meet somebody, you want to find out what their favorite food is. You like to find out where they go regularly. You know, you want to you serve them a little bit. You know, you want to be... Not serve. Serve is not a good word. You want to find the things that they're interested in so you can be a part of it or like offer them additional experiences with that. So how are you supposed to go on a date with Bigfoot if you don't know where he likes to go? Okay, so you you have to hunt down the Bigfoot. (laughs) Hunt. No, let's not say hunt. Hunt's a bad word. (laughs) Let's say you want to investigate Bigfoot. So you can find it. You want to investigate the Bigfoot. All right. Who's like, who's, who's the poster cryptid of this game? Hmm. Because I want us to go a little against, against the, the, against the, let's look at what we have right now. We have the Flatwoods alien. I I know what I want. We have Bigfoot. We have Jersey devil. Do we have Loch Ness in there? Do we got Nessie? We do not have Nessie in there, which would be great. I think the main poster cryptid should be the Wendigo because nobody's made the Wendigo lovable yet. Nobody's made a monster girl Wendigo. (laughs) <laughs> so, okay so you want a wendigo the wendigo yeah. is like they eat flesh they're vor they're they're vor incarnate now hold on wait before okay. we get into your horrible nasty fetishes <laughs> fuck you <laughs> there's something really sexy about just the words i eat meat oh she's like she like eats like meat wow, like this is like, a really like, fucking horny episode today, no no, huh? no 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 eat meat. i didn't it didn't even cross my mind that, that you're making a penis joke but what i'm saying is is like they eat meat like Luffy and Goku do in their in their <laughs> animes. Like it's just like I just can't get enough of it. And they always have like a bone, like that anime bone with the haka meat on it. Okay, they just are constantly eating. Oh, that. the Wendigo girls just yeah. eating constantly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, also. Wendigo girl, very good. Yeah. Nessie is a boy and he's very cute and he's like a really good swimmer. He, and I he feel has like a really, he really long neck. Where's where's uh kilts and flannel all the time? No. He doesn't wear his kilt. Scot- Scottish. You- yeah, I know, but I know a guy in the real world that wears a utility <laughs> kilt and he's like the worst person I've ever met, and he's ruined all kilts for me in the real world. So if you're out there and you wear a kilt in the day to day, I'm sure you're lovely, but like could you tell me that you're lovely and wear a kilt? Because 100% of the people that I know that wear kilts are the worst. But I'm not going to get too much into that. <laughs> Fucking hate that guy. Um, so we then... just went on a minute-long tangent about how kilts are terrible. Kilts are okay. Okay, so... Kilts are okay. The people in them are the worst. <laughs> Wait, didn't you tell me your theory is like if you you wear a kilt for one day, you're fine. But if you wear it for longer than a week, you just become an asshole regardless of the person you are. Yes. Thank you for summarizing the long tangent I've had with you. Uh, So Nessie's cool. The Jersey Devil is just the TMNT Jersey Devil. Bigfoot is just the Leica movie Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Um, We're totally going to get the rights to those. (laughs) Um, Okay. Mothman. Mothman. I, I feel like Mothman would be like because every dating game needs that like book nerd you know or the the one that hangs out at the coffee shop and is always just like either either runs the coffee shop or has books and does a lot of reading at a coffee mm-hmm, shop mm-hmm. i think mothman's that like the one that wears the nice like autumn sweater and just like a little like a little formal oh, that's like cute. little formal suit with yeah. jeans you know but like his wings are just always poking out like <laughs> the side of his jacket and then i think we've got we need Ooh, another good female. My knuckle popped we need, really we need another good female in the there. The Flatwoods alien is Flat like a really alien? cute, nice alien. Oh, are we talking like the alien from Qu- Qu- uh, Quathrin or from uh, from 
Because there's, because uh, I guess Al- uh, Rin is like an alien or something. Oh, in the new Catherine yeah, game? Yeah, in the new Catherine game. I don't know. We're never getting alien. that game, dude. We're going to get it in like three months. Shut up. It's my. It's one of my favorite games, even though it's. Let's put a pin in this. Okay. Okay. Because right. I'm, I'm really, this is, this is a really fun yeah, game. Yeah, but we everyone... got so many submissions. Yeah, we do have a lot of submissions. All right, let's burn through some more. This one comes from Brooke Wilson at Guileless Argon. Thank you again so much. Let's go with this one. Actually, I kind of want to combine two of them, if that's okay. All right, read the, if you. All right, so if you want to combine the two of them, read the two of uh, the two of them individually, and then tell me your combined idea. Okay. Jurassic Park Tycoon, where you have to make the parks exciting enough to draw in crowds, but not kill all your guests. And that's a fine submission, but I think that already exists, and I think that's already the, the, yes, the Jurassic, Jurassic Park it's game. The Jurassic Park game. Because my roommate shows me his cool dinosaurs all the fucking time. But then Brooke also submitted a Pokemon Daycare Manager. So you make like a tycoon-esque park for Pokemon? That will kill people maybe sometimes. (laughs) Now hear me out. Because like Pokemon just announced that in their new Pokemon Sword and Shield, they're going to have like the really, really big Pokemon that are just like basically Kaijus. Mm -hmm. What if you were doing a Pokemon take care manager for the 20-foot tall Pikachus and the 800-foot tall Gyaridoses? So you're like the people behind the scene. Actually, okay, there's a couple ways you can do this. Um... Because uh, you can do a thing where, like, it's like a reactionary game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you do a thing as, like, you work the, the kennels at a Pokemon stadium. And you have to make sure all the Pokemon <laughs> before their fight are up and ready and getting and going into the ring at their tip-top shape for their fight. So you get, a, you, get a, you get a Pokemon at the beginning of, you know, your process. And you find out it's hungry. It needs some sleep. It's got a little bit of poison in it. And you need to figure out how all these ways to alleviate it to make sure it's ready for its match. And you have to place it or guide it using, like, weird conveyor belt systems or lights or something to where it gets to the proper stage that it needs to be at. That's kick-ass, actually. So you got, it's like you have to make sure they're okay. What, actually, what is the what happens if you don't do it? What is the repercussions? Because I feel that will dictate and motivate gameplay. I think if you don't get the Pikachu to where it needs to go, mm-hmm. it's going to get really angry and it's going to start shooting lightning everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it, so, it's like itching for a fight and it's like raring to go and it's like 100 feet tall. What if it breaks some of your machines and you yeah. have to take time to repair them? And by doing so, you can't fix any of the Pokemon. So like, you... Oh, man, that's just really cool. And now I just want to shrink them all down and actually do a Pokemon game. <laughs> well, I mean, like you lose the Jurassic Park thing. <laughs> well, you could still it could be different. Like you could have both. Like it's like some small Pokemon coming through. Oh yeah, because there's large... like really big monster Pokemon. Yeah, there's like there's there's small ones and big ones, dude. So you have like one you have like the bigger ones require more time or more effort. Like to clean a bigger monster obviously takes more time than a smaller Pokemon. Yeah. You know? So That's cute. And you gotta make sure they're all like brushed and like you know how, like, in the Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. like, all the Pokemon looked soft and pettable? Oh. And how we're never going to get them to look like that in a real Pokemon game we because re- I don't think Nintendo actually cares about us. So we render it out like that? So, yes. We give everybody the Pokemon game they've been wanting. Here, I got one for you. And we're going to give a shit. We're going we're gonna to make the best attachment ever made for gaming. So okay. this is going to be for Switch. Okay. And you you put your Switch uh, Switch thing into it. It's just a circle that has the softest fur on it. And okay. it's pressure plated. So it tells you can it can feel how tough or how softly you're petting it or brushing it. So you have to like actually You have a brush and yeah. a controller. Yeah. So you okay. actually have to like you actually have to treat that fur 
That way you can actually have a, a just a really nice, like, oh, I'm actually petting, like, a Pokemon. I'm about to help us make a million dollars right now. Okay. We sell different pieces of Pokemon fur. Like, oh, you want to hang out and pet a Pikachu? Cool. Buy some Pikachu fur. Yeah, some yellow fur. Ah, uh, you want to hang out and, like, pet a cool Gyarados? You got to get some Gyarados scales. Don't scrub it too hard, though. Oh, that'd be so interesting. It would feel like like wet seal kind yeah. of like vibe, like that rubberiness. We're going to make millions. Just, I want to know what it's like to touch a Pokemon. See, and I think that's the real thing you got to capitalize on on the game. Because you want to, it's like, you want to pet a Pokemon? Well, guess what? We're petting the fuck. Okay, so what else do you got to do to take care of Pokemon? You got to make sure that they're eating. <sighs> I know we've sure... been, we've been really horny on this Pokemon, on this podcast. We've been really horny on this podcast. Please don't pitch me what you're about to pitch me. And when you go and you use the Pokemon daycares, we all know that people are just putting their Pokemon in there so that they can get nasty with a ditto. Uh, I don't like this idea. And I'm thinking that you need to. Double check on that ditto to make sure that they're not getting anything that's... <laughs> not getting overloaded with requests. Well, yes, you, absolutely. The schedule is important. I was more concerned about the... Schedule the ditto mating times. You have to have a little book. Okay, okay. I'm like, I'm just like, oh, the ditto's scheduled for this. Oh, no, wait, there's... This one's scheduled. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. This is it, this is it, this is it. Fuck everything else. I've decided right now this is the nug. You ready for this? You run a Pokemon daycare that is filled with a bunch of dittos. You are in charge of essentially pimping out the dittos. You are a Pokemon oh, screen. so horny. It was so like we shifted gears for a second. It was like so fucking wholesome and like oh we can pet them and stuff and it, it and then you went putting your dick in it. You know, and, I have not fucked a ditto. <laughs> you want to make they a game? Can't turn you into wanna, people. You want to make a game about fucking dittos? <laughs> say it. Say it out loud. Say it, you scum. <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of grossness. Okay, we'll go. We'll go back to the one where you can touch a Pokemon. <laughs> you fucking bitch your ass. We will. Or we'll go back to dating Mothman. They're all fluffy and they're all adorable and should be protected. You, you, you bully. <laughs> okay. So, okay. <laughs> fucking. Uh... All right. So hear me out. I do want to put a pin in Pokemon daycare because. The more I think about it, the more fun this actually becomes. Okay. Okay. I Do I, you have a video game that you could submit to me? Actually, yeah. I have one more post from Anani Musa. They uh they are the one of the people that messages us on email. Okay, cool. Um it's a twenty five V twenty five first person shooter with hundred players, two teams of fifty. If you die, an enemy quote ghost takes over your body and you become a ghost, but you, parentheses, as a ghost, can control environmental hazards. Uh example, a death run FPS. So it's like um, four teams of 50, 50, a uh, hundred of them are ghosts. A hundred of them are real people. So as like the tw- teams dwindle, like they become more. I ghosts. think you had your math backed up backwards on that last one, Wait, but uh, I get what you mean. Like half of the players are ghosts. Mm-hmm. Half the players are people. Mm-hmm. And if you kill someone, you can take the body. That's interesting. I, so you basically, what is the point? What is the end game is like trying to be the last person. Yeah. I think the, okay. the goal is to, Ah, how do you oh, kill? Oh, how oh, do you kill a ghost? But, oh, but here's 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 what you do. So the bodies can can't be taken over after a while. Like say they get shot in the shoulder, or they lose their health, and they die from blood loss. A ghost can take over the body. But say they get shredded up to pieces, that body's no good no more. So the whole point is, is as the environmental hazards are trying to kill the bodies without destroying them, 
but there's a lot of hazards that basically destroy the body completely. And whichever team has possessed the last body is mm-hmm. the winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you have to... Okay, so it's like, what is our area to work with? I'm thinking it's like a big warehouse, like a big indoor place that has like a bunch of... It's like a factory that has yeah, like yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. claws, a bunch of like um, freights and all this other stuff that you can interact with. So as a ghost, what is your form? Are you like a person? Are you like a floating psychoplasm? I think you're you're like a floating like ghosty ghost. Okay, like so, a Casper or like a Casper's uncles. So what can we do as ghosts that can affect the environment? Because like I feel like the the shooter part's pretty straightforward. You're just shooting around. Um, you can. Ooh, you know, what'd be kind of cool actually. What? Um, just to play on this a little bit. What if you had a game where it was like one person's a shooter? But then it's a, it's it's a co-op game. It's a co-op versus game. So you have like for every person, they have a ghost tied to them that has to stay near them. So the ghost can do sort of defense things around that person as they are fighting. But if the shooter dies, the ghost can inhabit the body and become the shooter, but they lose their ability to defend. I love this. I love games like this. I love mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. co-op asymmetrical thing. Um, are you talking about fear? I was about to say, it, yeah. it reminds me of Fear, Fear mm-hmm. 3. Because mm-hmm. in Fear 3, it was a co-op thing where one person could play as, like, the cool soldier brother, mm-hmm. and the other one played as a spooky ghost brother. Mm-hmm. And the spooky ghost brother could, like, possess things, and he could, like, he had, like, a bigger health pool because if he possessed a body, he didn't have to worry about the body dying. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I think he could go through some walls. Oh. And then, like, the soldier character, he was had, he a like... a super soldier? He was a super soldier, so mm-hmm. he had more health than, like, the ghost guy when he was, like, possessing bodies. Mm-hmm. But then he also could slow down time. Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool. Fear 3 is such a cool game. Yeah, but I love I've this. been wanting to play it so bad. But then another one of my favorite games, uh, like, playing a lot of games online was Gears of War had a system called Wingman, mm-hmm. where, like, you had to execute players to kill them, but if you had two players, they, we could pick each other up. Oh, that's and so it was cool. like a big team where everybody was in teams of two. Mm-hmm. So I love this idea of like big team, 50 v- versus 50, mm-hmm. and everybody's partnered up with a ghost. Mm-hmm. And there's oh, one body between what if, them. What if, okay, so you have your health pool, but then you have your body's durability pool. Yes. So like you switch off. So like say the first person dies, they become the ghost, and then that ghost takes over their body. But now they have like, maybe they're missing a foot. Now their their movement speed is inhibited. Like, say they're missing their arms. Well, yeah, guess yeah, what? Yeah, you yeah. can only headbutt people now. That's so and cool. And then you just have to keep going and keep switching off until your body is just completely destroyed. And then you have to end the game. So, like, maybe you make it a little bit smaller. So maybe it's like 25v25. So you have, like, oh, I, I, I would love this because that means, like, like I could picture you and I, like, sitting on your on the couch and just being like, hey, let's log in and play some Ghost Recon, you know? Not Ghost Recon. Um... Ghost Duo. Okay, Ghost Duo is a good name <laughs> for now. A working title. A working, a working, a, a prototype title. And you just have to, like, work together. Because I want to make it a little bit more complicated than just shooting each other. And I want to figure out, what can the ghost do that is defending? Like, maybe the ghosts can actually interact with another person's ghost. And, like, cause them to be disrupted. Or cause them to, like, lose their abilities as a ghost. To block. Or, like, be an extra pair of eyes. Or... In, inhabit some metal or something. I don't know. I think it's fun. I don't know if it's like our our nug, but I'm definitely ha- I'm definitely having fun with this idea. But this is a cool idea, and Animuso, you send great ideas all the time. <laughs> it's Let's... very much appreciated. Which one do you want to go back to, and why? 
What are our nugs so far? We have the dating sim, the cryptid dating simulator, which I'm very partial to. Okay. And the Pokemon daycare manager. Pokemon daycare manager. Hmm. I think we should challenge ourselves and do the Pokemon daycare manager because we've done a couple dating sims. As much as I love cryptids, and have we as... done a dating sim on this show? Yeah, we did. Like, uh, we discussed the the gun dating sim in like episode one. I think. No, that's on the ghost tapes. That's on the ghost tapes? Yeah, that one never made it released. Oh. I think we did a couple dating simulators on the ghost tapes. Oh, we did meet cute. Ooh. <laughs> All right, let's think. <laughs> I want to go back to Pikachu All right. also. All right, let's do Pikachu. So, Pokemon what is, what is the end Daycare game? manager. Is it like Moonlighter, where like you are just constantly beefing up your corral of just like... of your pens and all these like you can start taking in bigger pokemon you can start taking in certain I think types it's of that. pokemon I think it's that you can holy shit holy shit holy shit okay, tell me tell me did tell you me. ever play viva pinata no all okay I, all i know is it was jimmy neutron voice that guy no the guy who voiced Yu-Gi-Oh from <laughs> wv kids played the main pinata holy shit what <laughs> yeah it was the guy it was the kid you tell me tell it's a dumb story go 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 okay go. so viva pinata it's kind of like uh you have this garden and as you like raise animals you can have them breed and have babies but if you have like if you have a bunch of worm pinatas then a bird's gonna show up because the bird wants to eat the worm pinatas okay and then like if the bird eats the worm pinatas he's gonna be like oh cool i'm gonna live here now and then, like, if you get enough birds, then a fox will show up. And then if you have, like, you can get a shovel and dig a pond. And if you get enough ponds, then, like, a fish pinata will show up. But, like... This game sounds really cool. Why haven't I played this? I don't know. It's on the Xbox Game Pass thing if you have that. Please, everybody, go play Viva Pinata on one another one so goddamn badly. <laughs> so... I want to do that, but with Pokemon. Okay. So, like, you start off and, like, oh, you have, like, a couple Pikachus. Yeah. And now... You have a mud pin, so you can only do Earth-type Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got a big mud pin, so now all of a sudden, like, a Mudkip's going to show up. And he's going to be like, oh, hey, how's it going? I want to hang out here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you get up, like, a big fire pit in the corner. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden, like, a Chimchar... Like, if you get a bunch oh, of, like, trees oh, and so, a fire, so Chimchar's like, going to show so up. So, like, the most... Oh, my God. Okay, so this either can be, like, a... Um, a pen for like pre-stadium fights or whatever, or this is just a a spa for Pokemon. I think it's I think it's a daycare spot where like yeah. all sorts of trainers are putting yeah. their Pokemon. Yeah, because it's, so it's like, an all natural. It's not like you know they don't put them in the Pokeball so they just heal them up by computer. No, they're gonna like heal them up old fashioned style. Yes, 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 so, yes, yes. So you just start. You have your little log cabin out in the middle of nowhere, and you just have your little mud pin, and you just gotta think, okay, what can I buy that will make it a relaxing spot for Pokemon? So you buy. A magma pit. And you can get, like, <laughs> yes, and then, like, you have the magma pit, so all of a sudden, uh, Slugma's gonna show up. Yeah, yeah. And like, Maybe Slugma uh, comes out of the pit, and you're like, whoa, how do you get in there? Uh, <laughs> that's so cool. Okay, um, I also love the idea that Pokemon also, like, you have Pokemon that will show up wild that will come in, and mm-hmm. they'll just live there. Yeah, and, like, Pokemon, uh, the, the DS one, Pokemon Sun and Moon, like, the island, when you did the island management, some Pokemon just yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, hey, I wanna live here now, because there's lots of food. And then you'll also get get pokemon that are checked in by people Mm -hmm. and that's where like you have to make sure they're good and ready before they leave yeah so like if somebody brings in their eevee yeah "Mm, i'm gonna be i want to be more specific yeah someone brings their glaceon in Mm -hmm. they're only gonna bring their glaceon if you have a good amount of like ice type things at Mm -hmm. your pokemon Mm -hmm. thing oh what if there's a max capacity 
So like you yes. can, so people can make like specialized, like, you know, I want to run a daycare that's specifically for ice Pokemon. So they do a complete, like they, and it also has this like level of just like, um, layout fun. Personability. Yeah. You can like, I want to build this this way because I like the layout of it. I like having this thing. I can upgrade. You can, oh, you can like upgrade certain areas. So like the, that magma pit becomes like a, a mini volcano. And I also you know? like the idea that, like, you can increase your space. Mm-hmm. Like, as you get more yeah, money yeah, yeah, racked yeah. up from doing the daycare thing. And that's another thing. I think you can get income through operating the daycare. Mm-hmm. You don't get money when new Pokemon show up because so, they can, like, take up space, which you would use to, like, make money. Mm-hmm. But because they live there, they make the zone more or less inhabitable for other Pokemon. I have an idea about that. Okay, go. To keep it wholesome, because Pokemon for me has always been wholesome. So, a lot of Pokemon, while Pokemon will integrate in and they'll decide to stay there and at the beginning of the game you don't really have much you can do about it you know except for like maybe they help do certain things like their their byproducts create new areas or something like that mm-hmm. they have like a little benefit you realize that you can actually open an adoption center within your facility so that's how you get rid not get rid but like the you can adopt out those pokemon that are taking up space yeah so you run like a healing center slash adoption center and like Oh, you know, it'd be so tragic. You know, it'd be so tragic. Well, like, I don't if, like, want you to bring tragedy into my Pokemon Center but or my a, Pokemon daycare. It'd be so adorable. So, like, you have, like, somebody just left their baby Pokemon at the doorstep in a basket, like, with a little note. We can't take care of them. Please take care of them. And you have to figure out what oh. to do. So you raise this little Bobby. That's the thing that motivates you to build a space. That's the thing that starts the game. It's like yes, somebody yes, leaves yes, it's yes, like, yes. oh man, I guess I gotta raise this space. And then the moment they build that a pen, like somebody leaves a baby Eevee. They build like a little mud pen for this Eevee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it just starts attracting more Pokemon. And then some person's wobble. But hey, like, I need you to watch like I like, need you to watch my Wobbuffet. Yeah, dude, like please, I just can't I can't do it right now. Um and then you just realize, oh hey, I can make money off of this, and I love Pokemon, and I'm healing them and all this crazy stuff. And then eventually you maybe you don't like maybe you you personally adopt that Eevee. So that's your Pokemon that you can use to interact with other Pokemon and other stuff like that. I also, if it's your own personal Pokemon that's there, I think that one thing, the wild Pokemon that show up when they live there, I love the idea that like maybe you can equip different Pokemon, different jobs. Like, like for example, for example, for example, Slugma in the game already has a special ability called like ball body heat or something. It makes mm-hmm. it so the eggs hatch faster. So you, if a Slugma shows up, you can be like, hey, Slugma, you live here now. Your job is to like make eggs hatch and protect babies. Uh, and that and so, Slugma's gonna be like, That's so, my job now. This is so soft. <laughs> and maybe you can like name the wild ones or whatever. Yeah, like the you, wild ones that live there, they're mm-hmm. they're yours now. Mm-hmm. For all intents and purposes. Oh, so, you, so you can name them. That's the people and you, you can, get to work. Like you have to build certain pens so more of your own personal Pokemon will come and you adopt them. Yes, 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 yes. And then, like, maybe you can also... Maybe maybe running the adoption center isn't the best thing. Maybe you can just assign them... Like, you unlock new Pokemon. Yeah. You know? And, like, different jobs and construction things t- need more Pokemon. Like, let's say mm-hmm. that you want to build, like, a really, really tall tower for some birds. And mm-hmm. it's like, actually... Like an ice aviary? What Pokemon are you going to build an aviary with? And you're like, actually... I have a Machop and a Machamp, so that job's going to go super fast. Oh, that's And so, like, you cool. could potentially rent out Machops to build items, or if you have a Machop that lives there, he's going to make things cheap this for you feels, to build. This feels like a really wonderful little, like, um, like a phone game, where it's just stuff you can let bake for a while. 
It's like they're, it's going to take them about an hour to do this thing. Yeah. But maybe not because I, I don't I, I don't like those games that do that as like, oh, if you pay a dollar, it'll move way faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, fuck that. I'm yeah, not exactly. That. I don't want that. I want, mm-hmm. but I like the timing thing because, mm-hmm. again, that's uh, that's something that was something that was in Viva Pinata, the, the greatest video game of all time. Um, <laughs> you could just like put things to work. Oh, that's so adorable. Dude, how did we go from <laughs> to Steve-O's butt to this? <laughs> it's usually the opposite i feel yeah, we usually we gotta start here and get to steve start, start wholesome and then get to putting stuff in butts <laughs> holy okay this is so freaking cute and man. we're still definitely doing the thing where you can buy essentially like the furs and you can brush the furs yes 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 because yes. i want and it's not a mandatory thing it's just something mm. on the side so that you can feel how the about Pokemon how about stuff. how about this how about this how about this it comes with a you know like those booklets that would have all those different materials in it mm-hmm. it comes with one of those ah. so it's like oh oh you found you found yourself a, a brown like an eevee pokemon well open up to page 10 and guess what there's a little eevee that you can put that you can ah. like or like a, this is like a game for kids dude this is like this is super freaking cool ah. and then like cute. but then like you also have to worry about like their health and stuff so like a cub chew shows up and like cub chew's like a snaz he's a little snobble it's like snaz goblin he's like got his mucus everywhere Wait, he's is like that, is that that great Gross dog Pokemon. No, Cubchoo's a really, really cute little polar bear. I love him very Aww. much. I was being mean to him, but like, <laughs> I love him. He's so cute. But like, he's gonna, he's got a cold always. So if you have a Cubchoo, he's gonna get the other Pokemon sick. Oh no! So like, then you have to worry about like there's health a, there's, visits. There's a flu going around the around the daycare right now. Exactly. But mm-hmm. luckily, you have a couple Bulbasaurs here. Oh, they you have, managed like, to healing? snag a bubble Bulbasaur, and Bulbasaurs have heals. What if different Pokemon have different, like, different innate abilities? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With, like, so, Slugma, Slugma will take care of babies. Well, no, no, no. Bulbasaurs I mean, no, 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 have no, no, heals. I mean, I mean, like, not all Bulbasaurs have the healing power. Only some do. So, like, yeah. and then, like, you can, the, a way you can start, because now I think one thing we haven't talked about is where do you invest your money? Um, and I think it's, like, buying moves for your Pokemon should be a, a very, very common thing we should be doing. So it'll be like you invest in space, you buy more space to, to, you know, build pens, you can buy things to put in those pens, and you can buy moves and food. So like, depending on, you can get specific kind of, you have to like do food management too. Like you only, like only plant Pokemon will eat this kind of food, water Pokemon will eat this kind of food. So you have to like, you have to like do food management and stuff. They don't starve, but they don't heal as fast. Yeah, they don't, they don't eat you know? well. They'll eat the, like, the generic food. Mm-hmm. Okay. This game is so <laughs> Fucking pure and good. I, I love this game. It's Here's so my question. Cute. Do we introduce the idea that, like, we have some Pokemon that are going to show up and they're like, how's it going? I'm a, uh, a Teddy Ursa and I'm just going to live here. Mm-hmm. But are we going to introduce the idea of, like, of a Surviper? Who, like, is, like, a snake, and he's kind of mean, and if you have a little Teddy Ursa and no mommy, I forgot mm-hmm. what the mom for Teddy Ursa is, mm-hmm. is the snake going to come in and try to attack and eat the Teddy Ursa? I don't Ursa? think they eat, but I do think there should be fights. I think not like you manage the fights, but it's like, oh no, a Slither got into the pen. Now he's, oh no, that my ditto was just about to reach full health, but no, he got in a fight with Slither. Now I need to think of something to heal him up because his owners are going to be here tomorrow. Oh, and if he's not healthy, you're yeah. not getting paid. Yeah, you're not getting paid. So you have to like, it's like stuff you can't control. It's like, it's like actual things that you would have to deal with. Like in, in like a farmer, you have sometimes have foxes getting into your chicken pen. And if you don't have enough chicken eggs, guess what? You're not making any money this Oh my week. God. I love this game so much. I want to play it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we can think of for this game? Because I think we got the pets down. We got the, the sweets. We got the humble. We got, we got the pure... The pure good-natured Pokemon bit down. 
I can't express enough how much I want these Pokemon to be animated well. Yeah. And, like, when they get into a fight, I want to animate them fighting. Like, I want some, like, Monster Hunter-level fights where, like, they're gnashing at each other and they throw each other and then they get into spats again. I don't want to see the stupid, like, the Pokemon games do. And it's like, well, they have a special attack. You mean the Pokemon, which, because you were saying the Pokemon games. Do you mean, like... Like, Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon. And it's like, oh, our Uh... Pokemon have three animations. The getting hit animation, the special attack animation... And the physical attack animation. Okay, well, yeah, I could see I what want, you want. Like, you want full-on like, yeah. animations. I want unique, uh, like mm. things. Like if a Teddy Ursa and a Cub Chew hang out, they're mm. gonna like hold hands and walk around together as little little bear friends. Ah. Little bear friends. What is what is the end goal? Because like if we look at where this kind of started, was that Jurassic Park thing with the the Jurassic Park? I believe it's called Evolution mm-hmm. or something. That it's it's a game where you manage your own Jurassic Park. Yeah, and you're trying to get every yeah. island to be self sufficient before you can move on to the next island. So do you have to do something similar like that? Like it's like you can't build you can't build a new area until this area is optimal or at least somewhat optimal. I think that we do it like you can't build a new area until you've been able to like increase your income mm-hmm. and like afford an expansion. Mm-hmm. I think new areas should have different issues. Like I think the first area you're going to deal with is obviously space. That's the main issue of the first one. So you're going to have to do a lot of space management. The second area is now you're starting to have more animals kind of like wild animals. Oh, like a second daycare. I mean, it's like, it's like, I mean, it opens up, but like, Maybe it's a second daycare. Maybe are you thinking like, like a second daycare, or are you thinking like, like something like once you've expanded so far, now more wild these, Pokemon are going to yeah, show you're going to start having these issues and start and and that can evolve. Like maybe towards the end of it is like maybe I don't want to toss it in, but like maybe you can do a competing daycare kind of comes in, or no, you start dealing what you're. I got it. Your your animal daycare has gotten so big it is just a giant fat gold nugget for Team Rocket. To just steal Pokemon, so now you got to deal with Team Rocket, and that's where your personal Eevee comes into comes into help. By this time, you will have been able to choose which Eevee evolution it became, and that will be the Eevee that defends you from Team Rocket. I think that you so can that, also get other Pokemon to defend against Team Rocket. Yeah, the idea yeah. is like, <laughs> and you gotta, holy shit, you got to sick them. You got to sick like like hey, Team Rocket's gonna start showing up, so you have to like be like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. I have. Uh, Charizard and I have a Haxorus on mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. for like the right perimeter. Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't always just steal Pokemon. Maybe they might steal resources for their Pokemon. Or they'll or just break your stuff. Or they'll break your stuff or they'll just steal the, hey, Blake, mo- the we, moves you just bought. We accidentally just did another thing that's in Viva Pinata. <laughs> I can't express to you how much the, uh, the game that we're inventing that is this perfect Pokemon game is a Viva Pinata game, except the moves. The moves thing is totally unique and awesome. And, and, and assigning them to be defending on certain areas. Assigning and jobs to Pokemon. Hell oh, yeah. That's so adorable. I'm, picture, I'm picturing like a bunch of Machops with like their forearms just towing the ground and stuff. Just And I think that also like <laughs> planting carrots. When you have like a defending Pokemon, they'll also level up when they beat a mean Pokemon. <gasps> oh, and they can evolve and stuff. And they can evolve and stuff. <laughs> and that's also how you can run into issues where like Pokemon were like, ah, oh, my Charizard's like wicked strong. He won't do the jobs I tell him to do now. Yeah. So he's like, they get they get new personality traits and get you know. Oh, well, there's the whole a, like mechanic. Such a cool I want to take all the mechanics that are in the Pokemon games and apply them to a farming game. So like, uh-huh. there's the whole mechanic of like, oh, your Pokemon's too strong. You don't have enough gym badges. Charizard's not going to listen to you now. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, he, he evolved too soon. I can't get him to can't can't do anything he anymore. Won't, he just takes naps all the time, <laughs> and then he rolls around in like 
stands in my construction zone and I can't build a cool fence now. This game's really nice. I, I think we made a good game. I think, Shit. I think we made a great <laughs> Why would we make another game I want to play? <laughs> Are we ready to go to patch notes? Wait, we don't have a name for this game. Oh, you're right. Pokemon Go Fuck Yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just call it Pokemon Care. Pokemon Care? Oh, I want to get... Okay. Okay, so Pokemon Care is good. Yeah. Pokemon like... Care. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's ador- It's soft. <laughs> it's adorable. Oh, my God. I want... <laughs> Damn it. This game's so cute. <laughs> I have a cavity now. Oh, because it's so sweet? Because it's so sweet. Oh, it's so soft. All right, let's go to patch notes. All right, whatever you say. Hey, everybody, this is a bi-weekly podcast where we run off of your guys' uh, submissions. So if you guys have anything that you want to post on the uh, Spiritual Successor Twitter or Spiritual Successor email or even the Cool Games Inc. Reddit, we're still digging through there. And where would they find those, Blake? We are at uh, Twitter handle Spiritual Spiritual Suck on Twitter and Spiritual Successor Podcast at gmail.com. And then really quick, we wanted to kind of touch base with you guys. We got uh, big news. We got big news. We got big news. We're hoping to go weekly soon. Within three episodes? Within three episodes. Which, like, if you guys continue doing these huge submission bombs like you did this week, Mm -hmm. freaking crazy. It becomes becomes way easier. Yeah. Like, thank you guys so much for all of that. Uh, We've been bi-weekly since we started. A lot of that's just because, like, we've been scared about the amount of support we would get from all of you guys. But Mm -hmm. if we got big bombs... It's been growing steady. We reached yeah. like 300 listens this week um, just from like the past few episodes. And it's all because of you guys. So yeah. thank you. All those new listeners that have been coming in. And if you guys do know anybody that used to listen to the old Cool Games Inc. podcast. Shoot this their way. Yeah. Yeah. They might they might enjoy it. Who knows? Thank you guys all so much for the support that you've given us so far. It really, really does mean a lot. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, if you guys could also leave a review on iTunes, uh, it does mean a lot on our end with all the analytics and stuff like that. And last and finally, I wanted to thank Anna Monaguchi for the song. It's Cheap Shop. It's an amazing song from an amazing soundtrack for an amazing game. I am Blake Rea. And I'm AJ Hart. And these are cool games that should not be made. Maybe they should be made. This one should be. (laughs) I want another Viva Piñata. Fuck! Fuck!